Hello, welcome to Astrology Alchemy. I'm Sheila Belanger, your host for this podcast. Alchemy is defined as a seemingly magical process of transformation. Spiritual alchemy is the process of pursuing the gold of your true nature by transmuting the unrefined limiting parts of yourself. In this podcast, I'll offer you inspiring insights from current astrology cycles that support your path of turning your personal lead into gold. More resources are available at the website on theedgesofchange.com. Hello and welcome to the Astrology Alchemy Podcast number 239 for the week of December 18th. I am your host and guide, Sheila Belanger. So the poem I'll bring you is one I gave you a couple of months ago and it's totally appropriate for this week. It's called How the Light Comes. This is such an important part of our life. This is the week of solstice. Most of my listeners are in the Northern Hemisphere, but some are in the Southern Hemisphere. Most of us will be with entering into winter solstice and the season of winter. This is such an important transition because those of us living in the Northern Hemisphere have been so aware of the darkness, the natural darkness that comes at winter solstice. The sun moving far to the south, way back there. The night's longer the day's shorter. And here this week when we have winter solstice, the sun appears to stand still and then slowly begin its movement back towards the north, bringing more and more light with it. Solstice is such a powerful time because it's a sense of standing still. And in Western astrology, it's when the sun enters Capricorn. Capricorn is a grounded, pragmatic earth sign. And it's about purposefulness and integrity. Capricorn matches winter in the Northern Hemisphere because we need resiliency, purpose, strategy to survive winter. In our modern life, those of us who have the privilege of home and food and shelter and so forth, we can take care of ourselves with the cold weather and the darkness. Some of our people cannot do that. But nonetheless, Capricorn says, all right, channel your inner elder. Be with that deep, quiet resiliency and competency and integrity. However you celebrate this time of year, whether you attune with winter solstice and the returning of the light, you return to other lights, you attune to other lights. It's really what is so powerful for us, particularly in the Northern Hemisphere. We want the light to return in the deep, profound, horrific suffering in our worlds now, we all want the light to return. That each of us to wake up to the light of our humanity and able to express that in the world in some way. There is a wake-up call very much present in this week. On Wednesday, December 20th, Venus is opposite Uranus at 19 degrees of Scorpio Taurus. Venus, the relational archetype, the lover, It's all about what's important to you and how you relate. In Scorpio right now, a deep penetrating water sign of intensity and passion and transformation. That planet is opposite in the heavens Uranus, the maverick, the change agent in the sign of Taurus, a grounded, earthy, sensual sign. 
Scorpio says, go for it, all or nothing, dive in. Taurus says, whoa, 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 wait a minute here. What's it going to cost me? Okay. Doesn't mean that Taurus doesn't want sensual relationship, but it has this security stability energy where sometimes the Scorpio energy just is all or nothing and just goes, doesn't matter the cost. So Venus and Scorpio represents the one in us that is deep and intense and passionate and wants to go for it. The tension is the one of us that wants freedom and liberation and to be our authentic self says, I also want to be stewarding my life energy well. Whenever Venus and Uranus are in some kind of cycle, expect the unexpected in your relationships or with money or resources. It's like a wake-up call. How do you be more authentic? How do you change things up? And is there a way to have both intensity, passion, intimacy, and grounded stewardship and sensuality? How do they go together? We don't get that model very easily in our world. So just notice this week where you might be feeling that edge of friskiness or like, I want something deeper. I want more transformation. And I also have to recognize I need to make grounded changes. This is not a week for sudden, unexpected, blow everything up. You can do that. This is more like, how do we make sustainable changes? So we really are in our deeper feelings and our passions. On Thursday, December 21st, winter solstice happens. The sun moves into Capricorn at 7.27 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So again, this place of the deep seasonal shift and the sun, the conscious self, the hero heroine consciously draw, journeying on their life experience enters the practical grounded sign of Capricorn. And it fits so much because even though there's celebrations this time of year, all kinds of ways of honoring the light, the light returning, there's also a pragmatism, the end of the year for many of us if we work with the Western calendar. And this sense of reviewing, assessing, how has this year been? What have I learned? How have I grown? And beginning to dream forward with aspirations for the new year. Not so much resolutions because those can become very shallow and self-punitive, but rather strategically Capricorn, the author of your life saying, what is it I'm dreaming about for next year for myself and my world? And how might I implement that? So notice your own way of honoring the seasonal shift, leaving autumn the season of letting go of transformation and stabilizing in the depths of winter if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. Our Southern Hemisphere folks have a very different experience. They're moving from spring to summer, and that's its own betwixt and between journey. And then on Friday, December 22nd, the sun is conjunct Mercury retrograde at zero degrees of Capricorn. This is important for several reasons. Is Mercury recently has gone retrograde, in Capricorn, meaning it looks like it's going backwards in the heavens. And it's about to re-enter Sagittarius, where it will go forward again in on January 1st of 2024. So this Mercury retrograde cycle, as I spoke about last week, is really balancing the Capricorn and Sagittarius, the grounded, pragmatic, earthy, integrous part of ourselves, and the sky's the limit, questing, learning, growing, make big meaning out of things, Sagittarius. You need both. So you need this sort of inspiration of your meaning making and your bigger picture to inform your practical decisions that you make in the world. Now, 
When the sun comes to Mercury when it's retrograde, that marks the beginning of a new Mercury cycle, which lasts usually about three to four months. And this is a time when we can really take on some kind of communication project. Mercury is the communicator, the storyteller, uh, the way shower archetype. And a Mercury cycle, a new Mercury cycle says for the next four months until April 11th of 2024. This is a beautiful four-month time to really say, well, what are the new projects around communication, ideas, expressions, art that I want to enact? And what's so powerful about this is this new Mercury cycle begins at zero degrees of Capricorn, which is the winter solstice point in the Northern Hemisphere. So it has this extra power of as you move into Capricorn season, as you move in to the winter for the Northern Hemisphere folk, what is it I want to really manifest? Capricorn is a manifestation sign. What is it I want to speak? I want to express. I want to create. I want to bridge. And really notice as you're with the winter solstice and this energy going up to the holiday seasons that some people are, are celebrating and others are already in their celebrations. Notice a more pragmatic sense of a dream that won't let go of you or something that you really want to express and you want to really move in. And you can spend the next two weeks really letting incubating and then you can move with it in different ways to manifest um, your Mercury ideas. I refer you to astrobutterfly.com and go to the blogs and search for Mercury Cycle. And there's some really great information, those of you who know astrology, of how you can figure out the specific four phases of a Mercury uh, four-month cycle. But if you don't know astrology, don't worry about it. Just notice this week that there are some ideas that are stirring, that I, you're whispered in your, your muse is whispering to you and saying, I'd like you to manifest this. I'd like you to get practical. Roll up your sleeves. This is a project I want you to take on. It has to do with expressing your own groundedness, your own pragmatism, your own sense of responsibility. It might mean that you uh, decide to step into some kind of expression as an activist or as a volunteer where you're allowing your voice and your words to um, sort of walk your talk with what's important to you. You'll know what's important. So there you have it, this week of solstice, this week of the very beginning of how the light returns. And the poem I want to give you is really about honoring the light that's always there. Yes, this week in the Northern Hemisphere, we're honoring a shift where gradually we'll get more light. It's also about the inner light and the power of our own inner light not to go out, to open to it. So here's a poem for winter solstice and for all my wonderful listeners. How the Light Comes by Jan Richardson I cannot tell you how the light comes. What I know is that it is more ancient than imagining, that it travels across an astonishing expanse to reach us that it loves searching out what is hidden, what is lost, what is forgotten, or in peril, or in pain, that it has a fondness for the body, for finding its way towards flesh, for tracing the edges of form, for shining forth through the eye, the hand, the heart. I cannot tell you how the light comes, but that it does 
that it will, that it works its way into the deepest dark that unfolds you, though it may seem long ages in coming or arrive in a shape you did not foresee. And so may we this day turn ourselves toward it. May we lift our faces to let it find us. May we bend our bodies to follow the arc it makes. May we open and open more and open still to the blessed light that comes. And a special prayer to those of you who are struggling with the deepest dark that unfolds you in this time of our world's deep challenges. Or perhaps it's a quiet inner struggle. May you turn yourself towards the light. May you let it find you. May you open to the blessed light that comes inside and out. Thank you as always for your connection to me and this podcast. May it continue to serve you. And I want to remind you, for those of you drawn to working with me with an astrological session to support your current cycles as you step into the new year, or if you want to gift a session with me to someone, check out my homepage at ontheedgesofchange.com. Right there on the homepage, you'll see a way to link up and make an appointment. I want to support you stepping into the new year to understand how to navigate your own personal archetypal cycles. Bless your journey. You have been listening to the Astrology Alchemy Podcast with your host, Sheila Belanger. More research on theedgesofchange.com. Thank you for listening. Bless your alchemical journey to embrace the gold of your true nature.